Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Well, hey there, it's Rachel Wojo. Thank you so much for joining the Untangling Life podcast today. Have you ever tried to walk through a dark place without any lights? Most of us have, even if it was just from our bed, the bathroom. That's what night lights are for, right? Well, a few years ago, my husband and three of our children and I were in Orlando, Florida, enjoying a beautiful sunny day at a park. And then we walked through a tunnel I suddenly felt a sharp pain on my shin and knee, which almost made me fall to my knees. I realized I had walked right into a bench that I couldn't see due to my eyes failing to adjust to the darkness of the tunnel. Since then, I have been extra careful when moving into dark spaces and give my eyes some time to adjust because falling down is bad enough, but falling down in the dark is even worse. Wouldn't you agree? In Psalm 41 through 4, David the psalmist writes, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Have you ever thought about the fact that David says he waited patiently and he cried out to God? It was not an either or thing. It was a both and thing. It's so easy not to give prayer the priority it deserves. What do we do instead of praying first? Well, what do I tend to do in place of prioritizing prayer? I ask this question of my Desperate Prayers Facebook group. I worry that I do not pray the right way, someone said. So in other words, we don't pray. We don't prioritize prayer because we feel like we're supposed to do it one way and one one way only. And so I think that ties up a lot of people. And then another reason we don't prioritize prayer, someone mentioned in answer to the question, is that they struggle to focus. And I think that can be an honest struggle for so many of us. We want to pray. We intend to pray. Our hearts cry out towards wanting prayer, but we get distracted and we see ourselves in a sudden situation of needing prayer, and it's not intuitive. It's not instinctual. We haven't trained ourselves to prioritize prayer in those difficult moments. So that's the battle, is struggling to focus. And then what else do we tend to do in place of prioritizing prayer? We cry to ourselves. We just break down emotionally, and our emotions are so tied up that all we can do is cry. And if we can only learn how to transfer that cry from an inward, I don't like myself, I wish this wasn't my circumstances sort of cry, to telling those same emotions to God in prayer, 
being honest before God, giving ourselves the permission to ache freely before him. That really is an honest cry for prayer. And I think that is what David is talking about in this verse. And then some other things that we do in place of prioritizing prayer, we reach for our phone or to call or to text someone else. And we talk to others about it before we have taken an issue to God in prayer. And sometimes we just forget We totally forget that God exists and that he loves us. And in the moment, in our humanity, we just fail to pray out of forgetting. And then there's stress. And then there's the beauty of social media and email, those distractions that can keep us from prioritizing prayer. So when I think about this idea of trusting God, when I can't see When I'm in the dark, when I'm in that dark place without any lights and I can't see what he's doing and I can't see how he's working, I have to trust that God's heart is true and pure even when I can't see his hand at work. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So I ask myself a few questions. I ask myself Are there any activities I've placed above an immediate surrender to God? So when I'm struggling to prioritize prayer and I can't see how to trust God in the dark, I ask myself, what other activities am I involved in? Are all of the things that I am doing surrendered to God? Or the other question I ask often is, Could I put these distractions, these things that cause me not to trust God in the dark, could I put them under submission to the Lord? Could I give him my social media, my email, my stress, my crying to myself, my struggle to focus, my struggle with prayer perfection and wanting to do it the right way? I just simply ask Jesus to help me. Help me pray first before anything else and help me learn to trust you even in the dark. When I'm struggling with understanding what God is doing and how he is working and I can't really see the fruit of what I want to see, the answers that I long for, then I ask myself a deeper question. What behavior is God shaping in my heart and life right now? What does he want to see in me and how is he refining me? Because I pray, make me more like you, Lord. And if that is my prayer, then I want to be able to trust him even when I can't see how he's working. 
What was David's proof that crying and waiting on God was a good resolution, that it was good to trust God in the dark? Because all David's part of this verse was, all his part of the scenario was crying and waiting. Those are two things that I can do. Most of us don't like that helpless feeling of just crying and waiting on God to do something. But here's the beauty of what God does. He is worthy of our trust. Listen to what he does from the passage. He turns to me. He turns to me. He draws his attention towards me and my crying and waiting. He sees me. And then secondly, he hears my cry. It does not go unnoticed. It does not go without his ear lending to it. And then he sets my feet. I love this part because I am a stumbler. I shared with you earlier that I bumped right into the bench and fell as a result of not being able to see. And so for the Lord to set my feet and for him to establish the way that I should go is so important to me. And then he gives me a firm place to stand. I don't have to worry about my foundation. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. He is my savior and he is my rock. So he gives me a firm place to stand. I don't have to worry about falling or faltering when I rely on him. And then lastly, he puts a new song in my mouth. All of these things he does. Why? Because I trust him. That is what David did. And that is the pattern that I long to live when trusting God in the dark is challenging. I was reading the scripture recently and the new song made me think of something that the Lord brought me through several months ago. And the words that he brought to my mind were unlike my typical writing words for a blog post or an article or a magazine or a book. These words fell into a rhythm that I could not let go of. They kept me awake at night. And several days, over the course of three days, I could barely sleep. And I had these words ruminating in my heart and in my mind, struggling to trust God and not being able to find the words to trust him with. One of my very favorite passages from Romans 8 is verse 25. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. Paul sounds like David, huh? And then in verse 26, in the same way, the spirit helps us in our weakness We do not know what we ought to pray for, similar to David's cry. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. The Holy Spirit prays for you, and God does put a new song in your mouth on the other side of your cry and your pain. He is worthy of being trusted in the dark. I want to pray with you, Lord, what a beautiful thing it is when you hear my cry and lift me out of my despair. You have placed my feet on solid ground and held my hand as we walk together. You've kept me from falling time and time again. 
You have changed the tune of my heart and given me a wonderful song to sing. For this I can do nothing but praise you. And now, Lord, I ask that others who face similar situations will see your work in my life and be amazed to the point of placing their trust in you. Thanks so much for joining me today. I pray that this episode has been a source of encouragement for you. As a way of saying thank you, I would love to offer you a free gift. This beautiful When You Can't Pray prayer guide is designed to help you when you can't find the words to pray. Based on this verse from Romans 8.26. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time. God sees you and knows your need. Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. We hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.